I started with tracking everything again without a calorie target or a protein target. I just tracked what I ate. And you know what? I went over two days in a row over my maintenance by, by a little bit. <laughs> I hadn't eaten that much when I was sick. And when I felt better, I was actually starving. So I allowed myself to eat and I went over the high end of my maintenance. But I tracked everything to get back into the habit and the little psychological piece of just because you didn't track it didn't mean it didn't happen. And I made my food very easy on myself, extremely easy. Hey there, welcome to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. I'm Brooke. And hello, I'm Iris. On this show, we challenge the common understanding of what it means and what it takes to be fit and healthy. We explore all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and mental health without the fluff and BS. So grab a coffee, get ready to laugh, cry, even learn a thing or two. Let's get into it. Hey, Brooke, how are you? Hey, Iris, I'm good. Just trying to enjoy the summer and I'm staying busy as a mom that works from home. So, you know, <laughs> it's going as good as it can be right now. Yeah, yeah. Busy. You know, it's like <laughs> you ask anyone how they're doing. You're like, I'm good. I'm busy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody kind of is. <laughs> the time of recording, it is August 1st. Where is the year going? Oh, my gosh. I know. I literally texted my husband yesterday. I was at the grocery store and I was like, today in old person news, how is it July 31st? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Oh, man. I know. It's insane. It's crazy. Which good thing that is uh, going to be happening is next week, we get to see each other in person and the rest of the Team BFF coaching team. I am so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So excited. It's going to be great. This is the first time all of us have been together because when we went to the IC retreat in Austin, Christy wasn't there. And neither was Hunter or Justin. Yeah, or Royanne. So it's going to be a party. It's going to be great. I'm really excited. I'm really, really pumped. It's going to be wonderful to meet everybody in person, give them big old squeezes and give them hugs and <laughs> just enjoy being together. It's going to be great. Yeah. Chill time, doing a photo shoot, going on a hike. It'll be great. It's going to be so excited. Fantastic. So yes, what are we chatting about today? Let's talk about fitness and nutrition when you are under the weather, uh, when you have a little bout of sickness, rather topical for me currently, uh, because I spent all of last week on the couch, vegetating 100% with a really gnarly cold. I don't really get sick that often, but when I do, it takes me out. So I think that would be good to talk about because it happens and there are some ways we can approach it, deal with it. And especially I want to talk about like getting back into your routine afterwards because your routine kind of just goes in the toilet when you get sick. Oh, yeah. It has to. <laughs> For a lot of oh, people, oh, yeah. at least parts of it. So let's talk about it. Yeah, getting sick can definitely put a damper on, on your goals. That's for sure. And I also think it's important to touch on like, if you're feeling like just not great, like your energy level's low, but like you're not coughing, you're not like there's a difference between being sick 
and staying home and just not feeling 100% to go to the gym. So there is like that distinction there too. There's a difference between not feeling 100% or feeling just a little under the weather and actually being sick where you have a cough, runny nose, like you're showing cold and flu symptoms. When you're showing cold and flu symptoms, don't go to the gym. You know, oh, gosh, please don't go to the yeah, gym. Yeah, we don't want to be passing around germies, but also mm-hmm. your body is under stress when you're sick and putting it under more stress is going to keep you sicker longer. So if you're just feeling a little under the weather, you're feeling just like, oh gosh, you know, my body's tired. I'm not feeling hundred percent today, but you're feeling like 70% plus like go to the gym. <laughs> you know, you could still get your workouts <laughs> in. But when I got COVID, I was bedridden. I had respiratory issues, walking up and down a flight of stairs was really hard. And I actually got over it relatively quickly because I was able to um, take things very slowly. I wasn't beating myself up because I couldn't make the gym. Like, honestly, that was the last thing on my mind. But one thing that I did first and foremost was make sure that I was eating nutritious foods, vitamins, minerals, like making sure you're eating nutritious foods. And as far as walking, I would be winded after coming up a small flight of stairs. So I would start with like a two minute timer on my phone where I would just pace around the house. And then the next day I would increase it to five minutes and then 10 minutes and then 15 minutes until I was back up to walking about a half an hour each day. And that was just pacing my house. That wasn't out on a trail or anything like that. So I think it's really important when you're sick is to really just ease back into it, making sure you're choosing foods that are going to nourish your body and help it heal versus foods that are going to not really nourish you very well. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you when I was really sick, (laughs) here's the deal, people. When you're sick, your macros and your calories are the last thing that I think you should be worrying about. You can focus on getting nutritious foods how you can get them and not necessarily hitting targets. I mean, I ate a lot of Postmates last week. (laughs) (laughs) I ate a lot of Chipotle last week. We got Chinese food. And and the one thing I did was I made sure there was protein in what I was eating, even though like I had, when I get sick, I tend to have like major protein aversion. Like I just, I cannot deal. It doesn't taste good. It makes me want to throw up. So I don't eat a ton of it, but I eat some, what I can handle. And I try to get like a vegetable, not as much as I would if I was fine, you know, But that's okay. Like, that's one thing I want people to understand, too, is it's okay if your food gets a little messy, just in general sometimes, but especially when you're sick. You know, you don't have to go completely off the rails, but you don't have to be so zoned in on your protein target and your fiber target and like all this stuff. You don't necessarily have to to do that when you're sick. That can get really stressful. So don't make it harder on yourself. Yeah. And I really love that you brought up protein aversion because I've literally told people when I'm sick, I cannot stomach protein. And they're like, what? I've never heard that before. So that was actually very validating (laughs) for me. Yeah. I probably had like 20 grams of protein a day for like a week and a half (laughs) and I didn't shrivel up and die. Oh yeah. It just, it's so hard, you know, and it's okay. Like if you are sick, it's okay to not eat very much. Yeah. Like you're not going to lose all of your progress. I know people worry about that. But 
you're not going to lose all of your progress over, you know, a week of being sick. I mean, if you're sick longer than two weeks or a week and a half, like go to the doctor. But (laughs) ultimately, like, it's okay to not hit your targets when you're sick. Like, the only thing you should be focusing on is recovering. Mm -hmm. I also want to interject something in here, too, um, because as listeners know, I've been in a fat loss phase since January with a few breaks. And this cold kind of changed those plans. I did not track anything while I was sick. I actually probably under ate. I certainly didn't move a lot. So the energy balance may have balanced out slightly there. I don't know. I didn't track. I wasn't paying attention. I was sick. But also, now that I'm better, between not feeling great and this trip that I have coming up, I'm actually back in maintenance. And I wanted to mention that only because we have these timelines of various sorts, and I'm not going to get too into it because we have a whole episode on that that I will link in the show notes. But we have these ideas of how things are supposed to go, right? In massive air quotes, supposed to go. And it doesn't always happen that way. And that is, again, one of those things we have to accept the things we can control and release the things we cannot and understand that it's okay to shift gears a little bit. It's okay to adjust your timeline, not timeline as in, you know, lose X pounds by X date. You, if you know us, you know, we're not big fans of that at all whatsoever, but adjust the timeline in that I was going to be in a fat loss phase for a certain number of weeks. That's cut short. I'm back in maintenance now. And it didn't make sense to get back into a deficit for one week before I left on this trip. And I'm sure as hell not going to climb a big friggin' mountain in a deficit. So I'm just I'm staying in maintenance until I get back. And then a few weeks of recovery after that, one at least. And then I'll get back into a deficit. And it's okay to do that. You don't have to be so married to how you think things are supposed to go. Because I can promise you, as soon as you write something in stone, this is just how the world works, folks. As soon as you write something in stone like that, something's going to come up and change it. (laughs) Now, of course, there's the caveat of, you know, you have to own your decision to do certain things and just hold yourself to consistency when things happen. But some things require you to kind of release your hold on some of your, your timelines, some of your plans. And it's okay to do that. I want you guys to understand it's okay to do that. There's no deadlines for this stuff. One thing that I wanted to mention, too, was neat (laughs) daily activity, Uh, non-existent. Ocean asked me, she was like, how was your neat last week? And I was like, it didn't happen. I was literally on the couch the whole time. And that's one of those things I see people stress about, too, that you just you cannot. It's it goes back to accepting what you can control and being okay with what you can't control and knowing the difference. Right. When you're sick. There's a lot of things you can't control. There's still some things you can. And one of them, if that means parking your butt on the couch because you can't breathe (laughs) or or walk around without getting dizzy, uh, do that. It's fine to do that. And, you know, people worry about muscle loss, too. It takes a long time of doing literally nothing, like months of doing literally nothing to start losing actual contractile tissue. And you may notice that when you get back to the gym, you might think you look a little flatter. You may think that you've lost all your muscle. But what that is, is you've lost your pump, essentially. 
from not moving, and this happens on vacation too sometimes, depending on how sedentary the vacation is, your muscles have flushed out some water. So they might look a little bit flatter. And as you work your way back into what you were doing before, which we'll talk about in a second, they'll start to fill out again. And you'll notice that difference. Yeah. I really want to dive into like what to do to get started going back to the gym again. So like I know for me, it was setting that small timer, starting really small with just a couple minutes and building up. Like I actually started with my neat. I started with my neat making sure that I'm getting my steps in, parking farther away at the grocery store, taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Things like that are little things that you can do to ease yourself back in. And then when you get to the gym, maybe you do a longer warm up and you shorten your workout a little bit and not push as hard. Like don't don't go in guns blazing, ready to hit high intensity workout. Do a work in, make sure you're stretching, make sure you're you know, taking good care of your body, have a longer warm up, walk on the treadmill for five, 10 minutes before your warm up, you know, little things like that can be especially helpful. And then when you go back into the gym, you don't need to jump back in at 100%. You can start at like 60 or 70%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. When I went back to the gym after this latest sickness, that's exactly what I did too. And here's the thing I want to invite you guys to do is I let go of any numbers, any performance, any like what I did the last time. And I completely let go of trying to meet or beat what I had previously done, which as a general rule, of course, there are caveats and like, you know, some days you just don't feel stronger than you did before. Meeting or beating yourself is is a pretty solid mindset to go into your workouts with, but that's a side note. Anyway, I didn't even think about getting close to failure. And I paid a lot of attention to my recoverability. Like how was my heart rate struggling to lower afterwards? Was I out of breath faster? (laughs) Which the answer to that was yes. And I'm still kind of dealing with that a little bit. But really giving yourself grace and removing the emotion from your workouts and the scale by the way. Not a thing you should be paying attention to when you're sick. I worked out at my normal time to kind of reestablish my routine. And I was just really gentle with myself. And I just moved to feel good. I just moved to move. And I actually worked out at home the first time because I was still really snotty. And I'm like, nobody needs to. I felt mostly okay, but I was still blowing my nose a lot. And I was like, nobody needs to have this around them at the gym. So I wrote myself a little full body and I just kept it really light. And then for nutrition, the one thing I would say is just make it so easy on yourself. I mentioned before, you know, food was messy. I barely ate any protein. I did eat some vegetables, actually, because we ended up getting Chinese food one night because that was literally the only thing that sounded good. And I got honey chicken, but it came with a side of vegetables in the honey sauce. So I did eat those, but I didn't track a thing for about a week and a half. And the two things I did to ease myself back into the habit of minding my nutrition and tracking was, first of all, I tracked everything again. I started with tracking everything again without a calorie target or a protein target. I just tracked what I ate. And you know what? I went over two days in a row over my maintenance by by a little bit. (laughs) I hadn't eaten that much when I was sick. And when I felt better, I was actually starving. So I allowed myself to eat and I went over the high end of my maintenance. 
But I tracked everything to get back into the habit and the little psychological piece of just because you didn't track it didn't mean it didn't happen. And I made my food very easy on myself, extremely easy. I don't know if you guys can get these in your local grocery store, but there's a brand called Home Bake that I have grown to love (laughs) over the past month or so. They have a handful of really good recipes. They have cheesy broccoli. They have like Italian style cauliflower. They have a garlic chicken scampi. They have pulled pork. They have loaded baked potato casserole. They have another chicken thing. And they're all really, really good. And the macros are pretty decent on them too. The proteins especially, I really like. And so I got a whole bunch of those and I cooked nothing. I prepared nothing besides turning on the oven to preheat for that, and I stuck them in the oven, and I cooked it, and then I ate it. And, I don't even want to hear it, paper plates and plasticware. Didn't even have to do dishes. It was so easy, and it was very tasty, and it had protein and vegetables, and it sounded good, and it was something that I could eat, track easily, and just kind of get that ball rolling. For me... I actually really enjoy blending smoothies when I'm sick because I don't have an appetite when I'm sick. I will get like some higher protein milk, like Fairlife. I will put about a cup of that in. I will throw in some frozen raspberries, strawberries, bananas, some fresh spinach, maybe even a little avocado if I'm feeling if I'm feeling extra. <laughs> I'll blend it up and I will just sip on it, you know, and I'll throw in protein powder, um, vanilla protein powder and just sip on it. Because then I'm getting my protein. I'm getting a lot of nutrients. The fact is, is that when you're sick, your body wants to heal. It wants to heal. And if you're not giving your body nutrients, you're not going to get the vitamins and minerals that are going to help you heal. So I think that's really important to, you know, not cut out or avoid ultra processed foods, but limit that when you're sick, just so it can make it easier for your body to heal by giving it more nourishment. Mm -hmm. A lot of those are easier to digest too. Yeah. You don't you don't really want to give your gut more reason to struggle <laughs> when you're already struggling. So those whole foods what you can have. And again, of course, always give yourself grace, you know. Your nutrition is going to look a little your life is going to look a little different when you're sick. And that's okay. Oh, absolutely. You wouldn't expect anybody to just like keep going like nothing's even happening <laughs> when they're oh, yeah. sick. So don't do that to yourself either. No. And it's super normal for you to have like a loss of routine, a loss of motivation. It's normal to feel frustrated being sick that you can't do all of those things. But trust me when I tell you to ease back in gently, because if you go in balls to the wall, trying to hit it hard the first day back, you can actually prolong being sick or get yourself sick again, because you're putting that too much stress on your immune system. Mm hmm. And this is the last thing that I think I want to say, and I want to get it really across to you guys. I want to lovingly slap you on the head and get this into your brain, is that when you approach this stuff, this stuff meaning health and fitness in general, when you approach this stuff in a non-claustrophobic way, meaning that you're not doing it out of fear and desperation, and you're doing it from a place of self-love and respect and building a lifestyle that you actually like, that both fits your goals and your personality, and the lifestyle you want to have. And when your goals are delicious to you, meaning they're coming from you, and you want them, 
and they serve you and they excite you, it's really not that hard to get back into it when you feel better after you have a sickness. I'm not saying that it's easy all the time, of course. Because as we've established, your life and your routine looks a little bit different and it's really easy to fall out of your routine, especially if you're somewhat new to this. This is when you have to kind of go back to your why. Why am I doing this? Is this coming from me? Do I want to do this? Are these things things that I want to achieve or are they things that I think I should achieve to fit some standard or because of that one mean thing that somebody said to me in the seventh grade or because of the comments that come from my mom every time I see her or that one aunt that always comments on my plate and my body at the family picnic. Like, think about this stuff, guys. Establish why you're doing this and really head into it from a place of respect for yourself, respect for your body, respect for your mind. Nothing good comes from a place of disrespect, which frankly, a lot of you are doing (laughs) when it comes to health and fitness. Yeah. Anyway, tangent over. (laughs) And there you have it, folks. Yeah. And to our listeners, I had to cut this one a little bit shorter because Gotta love work from home mom life in the summertime. (laughs) My little guy is downstairs right now getting into something. So I appreciate that you're still sticking around, even though they're shorty little episodes. But uh, thank you, Iris. I'm excited to see you next week. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, buddy. I'm super excited. To everybody else, we're making it work with the summer work from home mom thing. So (laughs) have a great day and we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We are still kicking. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. If you enjoyed the show, let us know by writing a review, subscribing wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find me, Iris, on Instagram at Iris Deadlifts. And you can find me, Brooke, on Instagram at Get You a Brooke. We'll talk to you soon. Nice. Nice.